0: well praise god thank you for joining us once again on the invisible world while we look not at things which are seen but at the things which are not seen for the things which are seen are temporal but the things which are not seen are eternal We've been working on this series of God's Perfect Fitness Plan. Today we come to the end of that series, the last one in the series. And we want to share with you um, this and leave you with this note. We're basing this series on 1 Timothy 4 and 8. For bodily exercise profiteth little, but godliness is profitable unto all things, having promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come. So praise God. Let us pray. Father. We thank you that you have brought us through. This beautiful um, teaching from the Holy Spirit, thank you that you've opened the eyes of our understanding. Help us to meditate therein and to not just be hearers of the word, but to be doers of the word. Not to just, we have to take heed what we hear and take heed how we hear it. Father, let us hide your word in our heart that we might not sin against thee. And let us take these things, Lord, not lightly, but take them to heart. And know that you are the God of all flesh, that there is nothing too hard for you. And Lord, help us to overcome our flesh by focusing on these spiritual things and becoming strong in our inward man. You said, Be very strong. Oh, hallelujah. And we need to be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Thank you, Lord, that you have taught us to be meek and humble. You said that you resist the power the the proud you resist god resisted the proud but giveth grace unto the humble we thank you for your grace flowing out to us today lord you said humble yourself under the mighty hand of god and in due season he shall exalt thee so we're going to focus today lord on day 24 of this and we're going to focus on the word i will love thee oh lord my strength i will love thee oh lord my strength you know Strength and endurance are the major goals of fitness. You will be relieved to know that God is your strength. And since God is your strength, you can totally rely on His strength to endure those tough situations. Throughout King David's life, he found himself in many difficult and taxing situations. Trials, tribulations, and turmoils. Family problems, leadership problems, provisional problems, warfare, troubled his kingdom throughout his reign. You know, trials and tribulations are constant in our walk here on earth. They're troubling, but yet we have these trials and tribulations not to defeat us, but to overcome. Jesus said, fear not, for I have overcome them. Jesus has set the pattern and the walk for our life. He wants us to walk in it and trust him and show forth that we are witnesses of God, that his word works, that it's working in us all of these trials and tribulations, we've learned to trust in Jesus, learned to trust his word. And God wants us to learn to trust these things and trust his word totally, fully, probably. (laughs) Praise God. Warfare troubled his kingdom throughout his reign. After one such dangerous battle, his life or his life, David proclaimed, by my God, I have run through a troop. And by my God, I have leaped over a wall. That is truly supernatural strength. How can one who has just been in a terrible battle still have strength to press his way through an empty, for an enemy troop, running, and then leap over a wall safely? David reveals the secret of his phenomenal strength. By my God. One of the apostles penned it well. We are troubled on every side yet not distressed. We are perplexed. That word perplexed means no way out, no solution, but not in despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, cast down, but not destroyed, always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our bodies. That's the purpose of these things. That his life can be manifest in us. We need to die daily and let Christ live in us. Is Christ in you the hope of glory? Where can we find the strength to get us through our life's troubles, perplexities of our problems, the utter despair, the persecutions, disappointments, failures, and losses? How do we do the battles when the storm of life is raging? How do we get through them? Friend, the joy of the Lord is your strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Praise, worship, and singing will bring you into the presence of the Lord, and the very essence of His joy will fill you to overflowing with an overwhelming sense of happiness, well-being, joy, enthusiasm, hope, love, peace, and righteousness. The flesh is very lazy and does not necessarily enjoy praising God. It's very temperamental. We only praise God when We're happy when we have that emotion of happiness and peace. We don't praise God through the hard and difficult times when we're crying through tears. And that's when it's important to praise him, to praise him anyhow, hallelujah anyhow. We've got to take parental authority over our outer man and offer up the sacrifice of praise with thanksgiving with our mouth. Not just praise, praise God. Well, praise God. With thanksgiving, hallelujah, Lord, I thank you for this. I thank you that you are with me in it. See, the the Hebrew boys had the secret. They went into that fiery furnace, and they said, even no matter what happens, we're still not going to bow down. We're going to serve our God. And when they went into that furnace, guess who was in there with with them? Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the Word of God, was with them in that furnace and kept them through that fiery, flaming, hideous ordeal. And they came out joyfully praising God. So, you know, once we do that and we find the key, we've got to sing and make melody in our hearts to the Lord with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. When Paul and Barnabas, when they were thrown into prison, what did they do? At midnight, they were in shackles. They had been beaten. And when they beat you, the Romans beat beat you, it wasn't just slapping you in your face. They had these scourges of these little cord whips, cords, that they tied little rocks onto the end of them, and you got up to thirty-nine lashes under the Jewish law. So they were beat on their back with thirty-nine with lashes. They were lashed. But what were they doing at midnight? The prisoners heard them singing praises and singing songs to the Lord. They were tied up with their hands over their head, hanging. On that cold prison wall with the pain throbbing through their bodies and blood dripping. But they praised the Lord and sang and praised the Lord with joyful hearts. And the other prisoners heard them singing. And when that happened, an angel came. God sent an angel to open the prison doors. And the, the keeper of the prison was so terrified. He didn't see the angel, but he saw those doors open for no reason. And he was scared because he knew that he would be put to death for that. Because he was keeper of those prisoners. And how could he possibly explain? The doors just opened themselves. So he was going to kill himself, and Paul called out to them, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it, man. Don't do it. And at that point, he let them go. They had to be let go. But everybody witnessed this wonderful, tremendous miracle. And that's what God does miracles for us, and that's where the praise of God brings forth the power of God and releases the miracle virtue and the power in you for a miracle to be performed. Those prisoners didn't know anything about God. They probably just said, oh, shut up, we're trying to sleep, we're trying to get a little bit of rest in here. But they didn't, because when God's presence comes on the scene, everything is still. Everything calms down at the presence of God and God has his way. And that's how you know when God's presence comes in. And as you praise the Lord, you will feel that stillness. You will literally feel it. You will know it. You will know that the presence of the Lord is there to heal, to deliver, whatever he wants to do. You will know and feel his presence as you begin to praise him. A lot of us do not praise God enough and we don't feel his presence or long enough. We don't want to stand there and keep praising. Nothing's happening. You know, not long ago, a little girl stood on the beach because her brother had drowned. Daddy drug him out face down out of the water, and he was blue. The mother, who was a nursing assistant, ran over trying to get him back to life. No help. Two nurses up the beach saw what happened, ran down. They worked on him. Nothing happened. The sister began lifting her hands to the Lord and singing praise to God. Hallelujah. And she sang from the spirit as she faced out over that ocean and she sang God's praises and worshiped him. And as she did, they noticed a little, the little blueness going out. And the dad was just, keep singing, keep singing, keep singing louder. And her, some other little girls joined her, and they sang on that beach. They praised God. By the time an ambulance got there to help, he was still not breathing. He still was lifeless. His body was still blue. But they had seen a flicker of life. And they put him in that ambulance. It took 30 minutes to get him, that was the closest hospital, away. And by the time he got there, the doctor took him out, pushed, put him on the gurney. They started working on him. And the doctor was a Christian doctor who started pleading the blood of Jesus and started interceding in the spirit. And all of them stood around in awe at what God was doing. And that little boy came back to life. He came back to life after 30 minutes, after 45 minutes. And he was alive. And he sat up. And he looked around him. So one of the things you need to do know is that God is the same God that he was back then. He is now and even more so. God expects us in this hour. They that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. But it's through praise. God inhabits. The, are you trusting him? When you are, then your total focus is on him. And you're going to praise God no matter what's the circumstance no matter what's happening, you're going to praise God from your heart and worship him and let him know he is God. He is in control. And that's the problem today. We are too busy trying to be in control of situations. We are trying to orchestrate circumstances. We are trying to maneuver our way around to manipulate the situation, the people involved. We need to stop. We need to take our hands off. And just lift our hands to the Lord, lifting holy hands to the Lord and praise him and worship him that he is in control. Take our eyes off the situation, off the circumstances, off the people, off ourselves and praise God. Lord, we thank you that we can we have that ability to praise you. How do we do it? How do we get through when the storms of life are raging? We lift holy hands unto the Lord and we begin to praise him. We've got to just praise Him. Hallelujah. Praise Him. Hallelujah. Learn. That's your fitness plan. Just learn to praise the Lord. And as you go forth praising the Lord, you're going to see your breakthroughs. You're going to see wonderful things happening around you. Is that because you're making God do something? No. God just inhabits the praises of His people. His very presence comes into the... He hears your worship. He comes into the presence of praise. He enthrones it. Because God's throne... He enthrones, that's what it means, he inhabits the praises of his people. So he enthrones himself upon our praises. So we need to learn to worship and praise the Lord, not just with our mouths, but from our hearts. Just letting him know we trust you and we love you, Lord. And no matter what happens, we know and we thank you that you are in control. And our faith looks up to you. So, you know, King David, he comforted himself in the Lord. And you can too, you can stay spiritually physically, mentally, and emotionally fit by following God's perfect fitness plan. Now I leave you with this scripture. Thank you for coming. Thank you for partaking of this. Thank you for coming to understand it. God, give them understanding that they may live. Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. You know, the Bible says that Hope deferred maketh the heart sick, but when the desire cometh, it is a tree of life. you got to wait on the Lord, and you've got to trust Him when you can't see what's happening. When you put a seed into the ground, you can't see how it grows. The Bible said, except the seed fall into the ground and die, it can't come forth. It's not going to come forth. It's not going to bring forth fruit. So we've got to trust that God knows what He's doing, and we've got to wait on the Lord and be patient and trust in the Lord God bless you we love you it's been such an honor and a privilege that we were able to bring you this God's perfect plan for fitness it's been on the back burner for a long time but now's the time God has shown us to bring it forth to you and now's the time for you to receive it reach forth and grab it and just reach out and touch the Lord as he goes by God bless you we love you be encouraged